Okay, it seemed it seemed to. Okay. Okay, it sounded a little. We did, didn't we? Oh, and Enid. Okay, I was like, I, that's not the first time I've heard that song, and uh, but I, I definitely don't know it, know it, but I've heard it before. One of those. So, all right. Well, grab your Bible tonight, if you would, turn to Proverbs chapter four. Proverbs chapter number four is where we're starting. This is going to be our primary text. You'll want to keep a marker here. We only have a couple other places we're going to go. But we are starting a new study tonight. It's, it's bound to have preaching and teaching, a mixture probably of both, maybe during the same time together. I'm not sure. We'll see how the Lord leads on that. But uh, we're starting off here in Proverbs chapter 4. This is something I've, I've been wanting to go over with for a while, and it's, it's going to be kind of a, a longer study basically that tonight is very introductory on uh, on the topic and uh, we'll we'll uh, I won't spoil it let's let's start reading first Proverbs chapter 4 starting in verse 1 the Bible says hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding for I give you good doctrine forsake ye not my law for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Let's pray. Amen. All right, what we're going to be going over is the topic of wisdom, and I've got a, I've got a reason for it. Basically, uh, uh, tonight we're, we're going over wisdom is the principal thing, and uh, my, my end goal in this is first I'm going to start off showing you what, why we need wisdom and, and how many times we're admonished in the Bible to get wisdom, what exactly that wisdom is. And basically, uh, I got to thinking about it and praying about it, Especially while reading the book of Proverbs, which is a book just uh, with a ton of wisdom in it, we need wisdom. In this day and age, we, we just need wisdom. We, we need God's wisdom, and we need, we need to understand his word. And one of the things that I, I want to be more wise about is people. You're dealing with other people. We, we, we're, we are different people. Okay, we, we, we joke about it every now and then, you know, the, the different types of people that we have. You know, me and Teresa are kind of like similar personalities. Brother Wade and my, my wife are basically the same person and, and everything. <laughs> no, she looks much better than you, brother. <laughs> Personality-wise. She, she could be a Marine, that's no problem. She, she <laughs> that, 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 that drill instructor would be dressed even better whenever she got done with boot camp. I tell you, that uh, work out good. But... To, to minister to folks, you have to know something about people, you know? I mean, you've you got to understand something about it, and there are so many different kinds of people. And so basically what I want to get into uh, is a study in the book of Proverbs of the different kind of people. 
What is a wise person? What is a fool? You know, I mean, what, uh, what is a sluggard? You know, I mean, what is, what is a wicked person? You know, all, all these different types of people that we come across. And if we can understand a little bit about these different kind of people from what the Bible says about them, it'd be easier to deal with them. I mean, if you understand something, it's a lot easier to deal with something that you understand. Okay, so what, what we're going to be starting off with tonight is, is basically wisdom. Okay, we're understanding what, what wisdom is. Okay, I'm going to give you a good definition of wisdom right off the bat. Wisdom is the right use and exercise of knowledge. Okay, it's, it's not just knowledge. We're, we're about to go over what knowledge is. But wisdom is the right use and exercise of knowledge. Well, to have you the right use or exercise of knowledge, you've got to know what knowledge is. Knowledge is knowing something. Okay? It's facts. It's data. Okay? Knowledge is what you know without looking it up. Okay? That, I, I like it. It helps me to remember it. I mean, know is right there in knowledge. So knowledge is, is what you know. I like what one preacher said. He got so, he got so fed up with uh, everybody. You know, you, you ask any kid a, a question nowadays, and by kid I mean 30 or under, and they go, oh, hold on, and they pull out their cell phone real quick, and they Google it, and then they tell you what Google says. Like, they just answered your question. And he got sick and tired of somebody doing this all the time, you know, oh, wait, you know, and he'd look up real quick, and, oh, wait, wait, I, I know something about that, you know, and he'd pick up his phone, and finally that preacher just looked at him, and he says, you know, I might not have many br- much brains, but at least I don't keep mine in my pocket. You know, I mean, what is that? That's, they don't have any knowledge. They don't know anything. They know how to look up things, but knowledge is what you know without having to look it up. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what knowledge is. Knowledge is not always something beneficial. You can know a lot of stuff that has absolutely no benefit. Okay? <laughs> I mean, all my information from my teen years is basically, basically worthless knowledge. It's still knowledge. I remember I uh, used, uh, used to watch a ton of TV growing up. I mean, you, you talk about six hours a day at least, you know, I mean, with school and different things. I just watched a ton of TV growing up. Well, uh, once I got out of the house, I was, I was watching uh, a game show network kind of deal and stuff, and they, ha- they had a show on there. I believe the name of it was called Beat the Geek. Okay, they had some sort of nerd on there that was supposed to be an expert in this area. I mean, it would be in science or math or whatever. And they would have a rotating geek that would come in, and he would be specialized in something. He would be very knowledgeable about something. Well, the, the Beat the Geek, the, the, the guest geek that week was a Simpsons geek. You all know the cartoon The Simpsons, the one that's been running for 30-some-odd years now, little yellow people and stuff like that? Well, I used to watch that all the time growing up. I mean, I'd sit there, and I've, I watched every episode three or four times or whatever, you know. And so I could, not, I could match that geek in knowledge over Simpsons trivia. A lot of knowledge. None of it was beneficial. I mean, not a bit. Every now and then I can get a, I get a big word that my wife didn't know I knew from that show. But other than that, I mean, it's been totally worthless. She'd be like, you know that word? I'm like, yeah, Simpsons, baby. You know it. So it's like, you, so, some of it was useful. Very, very small, small amount. But not all knowledge is something beneficial. Everybody knows something. Okay? Everyone is knowledgeable about something, but that doesn't make them wise. And knowledge and wisdom, let me put it this way, knowledge without wisdom is dangerous. Okay, knowledge without wisdom is dangerous. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 8. 
1 Corinthians chapter 8. I want to show you something because we're admonished a lot in the Bible to get wisdom, and we're going to talk about that. But everybody has knowledge, and there's different kinds of knowledge out there. I mean, you can be knowledgeable about all, all sorts of different things. Some of it's beneficial, some of it's not. But there's a danger in knowledge without wisdom. 1 Corinthians 8, look at verse 1. Now, as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we have, uh, we all, let me try that one again. We know that we all have knowledge. Okay, as, now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. Knowledge alone puffs someone up. It, gives, it makes them egotistical. It makes them proud. I know more than you know. I know a lot about this subject. I know a lot of science. I know a lot of math. And that just that puffs them up. But they lack the wisdom. They lack the way to rightfully use and exercise that knowledge. So they don't have any wisdom. They just know a lot. And with that knowledge, they end up hurting someone. And they exalt themselves. And so now they're proud, and now God won't use them because they're stuck up and proud. They have the knowledge, but they don't have any wisdom. That's why God keeps telling us, hey, you, you want to have wisdom. Wisdom's better than knowledge, okay? It's, it's being able to use that knowledge that you have. Then we have understanding. Understanding is comprehending and apprehending the idea or sense of another. Okay, it's, it's comprehending. It's understanding how something works. Understanding is more than knowing something. It's being able to comprehend a thing or idea and be able to answer the questions why or how. See, you can know meaningless trivia. But if someone comes up to you and says, how does that work? Or why does this happen? And you can explain that, it's because you have understanding. You know the ins and outs of it. And you, you know not only what it does, you know why it does it. You know, that's, that's what science, all, all science is, is figuring out how God does things. How God chose to do things on a molecular or, or scientific level. Okay, that's, that's, why, that's why I never got big into science. Because I always, I always just thought, I was like, I don't care how God, do, how God does it. I just care that he does it. I, I'm an if-then kind of guy. I know, I know. It's my personality, brother. You're, you're going to learn to love it. It's going to be great. You and your wife will get along even better. How about that? As you said last week, y'all you had never had a fight. I, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm trying, brother. You're going to get you, drag you down with the rest of us. But see, knowledge, knowledge is knowing that if you put your key in the ignition and turn it, the car's supposed to start. You, you know that's supposed to happen because you've done that before. Understanding is knowing that when you turn the key in the ignition, that completes an electrical circuit, and that sends that, uh, that voltage down to a starter solenoid, which engage the, engages the starter. That, that little starter engages there, and it turns the flex plate or the flywheel, whether you've got a manual or automatic transmission, it turns over, and while that key's in that run position, the fuel pump's already kicked on, so now the motor's kicking over and everything like that, and you're, you're firing the cylinders, you're, you're doing pretty good. You understand that it's more than just stick the key in and turn. Okay, that's understanding. What wisdom is, wisdom is having the knowledge, having the understanding, 
And today my car didn't start. I'm going to figure out how or what happened. Uh, I, I'm going to go by and say, well, I, I've got voltage down to my starter, so that's okay. You know, I mean, my battery's fully charged. I'm doing good there. And, and uh, let me check. And you, you find it open in a circuit here. And you say, well, I'm, my voltage is dropping here. And you, what is that? That's wisdom. That's having the knowledge. You have the understanding. Now you can apply it for something beneficial. Hey, I fixed my car. This is great. What was that? Wisdom. Okay. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is what we're going after. We can have a lot of Bible knowledge. We can know a lot of scripture. We can know a lot of verses. We can do a lot of damage with it. We can hurt a lot of people. You can split a church. <laughs> you can ruin a marriage. You can scare away baby Christians. You can turn people away from the Lord. How? With knowledge without any wisdom. So we're trying to gain wisdom so uh, we can understand the Bible better, so we can apply it better, and that we might use something with the knowledge that we gain for the Lord. Because that's what we're trying to do. You cannot have wisdom without knowledge and understanding. Okay, so we, that's, that's why we come to Sunday school. That's why we come to Wednesday night. We do Bible studies. It's to gain knowledge. And through gaining that knowledge and through enough exposure to the Word of God and preaching and teaching and different things, we start getting some wisdom with it. We, we start trying to apply that knowledge in our daily lives. And we say, you know what? God knows better than I do. I want to start trying what he said. I'm going to start tithing. I want to start doing that. And wisdom is putting that into action. Saying, I'm trusting in God. Here we go. All right. Now I, now I understand because I've tried it. Now you can't get me to stop it kind of deal. Turn back to Proverbs chapter 4. Let's see what Proverbs chapter 4, there's just these nine verses that we read. Let's see what it tells us about wisdom, because there's a lot in here about wisdom. Let's look at the context. Proverbs chapter 4, number one, first thing I want you to understand about this, this passage here. These are words of a father to his children. Okay? Look at verse 1. Hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. All right? So these are Solomon's words, these are the wisest man ever, writing to those younger than him. He is, is passing on knowledge here. He got it from his father. Look at verse 3. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. That is what Solomon saying that David told him. He learned some things from his dad. Okay, this is knowledge getting passed down. He ends up obtaining much wisdom from his father. We can make a spiritual application of this. We're, we're to hear and to listen to the words of our Heavenly Father for the same benefit. I mean, that's what our uh, wisdom is in the Bible. It's attaining to God's words. Okay, we're retaining His, His words. We're understanding things from that. The Word of God is our source of knowledge that we must possess to get wisdom. Because remember, you're not going to get wisdom without knowledge. The Word of God, that's, that's the knowledge there. But it will get us wisdom. This is why we need to read, study, and hear the Word of God being preached and taught. It's going to give us wisdom here, and we're getting, getting the knowledge built up first, and that will lead to wisdom. 
Second thing we find out about this passage, we are told to get wisdom. Verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. We're told to get wisdom. You know, Jesus told his disciples much the same thing. Turn to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. And let's look at uh, verse 16. Matthew 10, 16. So in Proverbs, we're told to get wisdom. Matthew 10, 16. Jesus speaking, it says this, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Jesus telling his disciples, they need to be wise. You need wisdom. We're admonished several times in the Bible to be wise. Get wisdom. That's one of the things we're going to be going over in this study is how to get wisdom. Okay, we're, we're expected to have it. God expects us to grow. He expects us to get knowledge and through experience and, and accumulation of knowledge and exercise of that knowledge, understanding of that knowledge, he expects us to get to the point where we're wise in the things regarding him and the things he tells us to do and not to do. Okay, we're, we're trying, we're seeking wisdom. Now back to Proverbs chapter 4. Look at verse 5. We're told three things to do with wisdom. Okay, the first thing we're told to do with wisdom is to get it, uh, to obtain it. We'll put it that way. He says get right here, get wisdom. That means to obtain it. That means we need to search, seek, find, study, observe. We need to obtain wisdom. We're supposed to grasp it. We're, he, he wants us to have it. The second thing we need to do with wisdom, we need to obtain, number one. We need to retain, number two. Look what verse 5 says. Get wisdom, that's obtain. Get understanding. Forget it not. That's retaining it. We're supposed to retain wisdom. We, we, a lot of times we'll grasp wisdom on something and we don't hold on to that forever. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's like a foreign language or anything else. If you're not exercising that wisdom, if you're not using it on a regular basis, you lose it. And, I mean, just think of all the school, uh, all the wisdom you had in school that you forgot. All the knowledge, you, if you lose that base knowledge out of there, you don't have any wisdom from it. And if you don't use it, you lose it. Use the knowledge that you have so you don't forget it. That's why you need to memorize scripture. That's why you need to be reading your Bible every year, uh, every day. You know, you should be reading it through about once a year if you can. But you, you're just repetition you're you're trying to maintain you're trying to not only get wisdom but you're trying to retain the wisdom that you do have okay so you obtain you retain here's the third thing that you that we're told to do maintain okay look at verse five again get wisdom obtain get understanding forget it not that's retain neither decline from the words of my mouth if you're declining from that means you didn't maintain it. Okay? Uh, look at verse 6. Forsake her not. Okay, that's forsaking wisdom. He didn't ma maintain it. you got to maintain it. When you know what is wise, don't go against it. Okay, have you ever said, uh, you ever done something, you say, man, I should have known better. You know, I mean, 
You know, as, as a matter of fact, I failed this same exact way before. I remember a couple years ago, I tried the exact same thing, and it failed just like it did last time. What happened? You didn't retain that wisdom. You didn't, you didn't maintain it. Okay? You, you weren't keeping up with it. You, you have to maintain that wisdom. All right? Don't, don't decline it. Don't, don't, if something's working out good, and you say, man, every time I'm, just, I'm spot on with this, it's, it's working really good, ah, I'm not going to do it quite to that standard anymore. You know, I'm going to back off a little bit. I'm going to save some money here. Boy, I, <laughs> I learn that lesson all the time. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of buying cheap junk all the time. I'm going to spend the extra money and buy something nice that's going to last a, a long time. We'll be doing that. And we'll, we'll have some nice things, and they're lasting real good. And I say, you know what? This, this, this stuff's kind of expensive. Let me get some cheap stuff again. I'll get some cheap stuff, and you know what? It'll break. It, it won't last. It won't go very long. What happened? I didn't, didn't maintain that, not that wisdom. I, I, I kind of let it slide a little bit there. So neither decline and, and forsake her not. We're, we need to obtain, retain, and maintain wisdom. Third thing we need to understand about wisdom here, wisdom is the principal thing. Verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. What does principal mean? Principal means chief. It means the highest in rank or the most important or considerable. You know what a principal in a school is. That's the highest ranking member, faculty member of the school. They're the one in charge, okay? Whenever there's a problem, yeah, they, they can go through some steps. They can go to different things, but at the tail end, it goes up to the principal. He's the chief thing. He's, he's the, main, the main guy there. You look at it like uh, maybe like your mortgage payment. You have interest and you have the principal. What's the principal? That's the bulk of it. Okay, that's the main thing. That's the main lump. That's why you've got to pay it for 30 years is because you're trying to knock down that principal. That principal is the main thing. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. That tells me God put some pretty heavy weight on it. God really wants us to, to understand, to get some wisdom, to maintain it, retain it, obtain it. I mean, God, God wants us to understand the, the value of wisdom. If there's one thing that a saved person needs, it's wisdom. If there's one thing that a Christian should desire more of, it's wisdom. That's the principal thing. Because we, we can accumulate knowledge, but if we don't know how to use that knowledge, we're spinning our wheels. We're not doing any good. We need wisdom. If the Word of God says that wisdom is the principal thing, that means God wants us to be wise. God wants us to be wise with godly wisdom, not with man's wisdom. Okay, and we're, we're going to be going over that. There are different kinds of wisdom, and we're, we're going to go over that later, you know, where it comes from and all, all, the, all this and that. But we need to understand wisdom is the principal thing. Number four, fourth thing that we can get from this passage here. There are benefits from obtaining, retaining, and maintaining wisdom. Wisdom will get you promotion and honor with those who appreciate that kind of wisdom. Look at verse 8. It's talking about wisdom here. Here it says, exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. So wisdom can bring us to honor if we embrace wisdom. 
If we say, listen, I, I'm trying to obtain wisdom. Okay, now I've found it. So I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm saying, okay, this, this is wise. I've, I've learned what to do. I'm going to stay in this way. I'm going to keep doing this. This is working well. It's going to exalt you to honor, is what the Bible says. Verse 9, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. People appreciate others who are wise in the areas that they care about. Listen, I don't, I don't fully appreciate someone who knows a lot of science. I mean, just because I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care about science, stuff like that. It, it doesn't mean much to me. But you get a scientist around or something, or they go up to, like, the Science Museum, Oklahoma City, something like that. And you get around, and there's some, some kids around there that want to be marine biologists because every, everybody, I, was in, I grew up in eastern New Mexico, every kid wanted to grow up and be a marine biologist. I was like, have you seen the lakes around here? There's, there's no marine here, you know. But anyway, it, the, the kids will sit there, and they'll lift up someone who has that wisdom and have that knowledge. And to me, a scientist, I'm like, okay, want to get a burger? <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't I don't care, but, you know, you get a kid that wants to grow up to be a scientist, they're like, let me ask you a million questions about amoeba, you know, <laughs> or something, you know. It, it, it doesn't matter much if you're not interested in that kind of wisdom. But people appreciate others who are wise in the areas that they care about. Wisdom gives you the potential to make more money. It, it really does. Because if, if you're doing something associated with what you're wise in, I know a couple of guys, I've worked with some very smart mechanics before. Some of them, and, and you know which one it is. Man, we got one we can't figure out. Okay, we're going to go to, <laughs> you know, and it's always the same guy. Why? Because he's wise. He knows his stuff. He, he knows the ins and outs. He's probably seen it before. He knows how to apply that knowledge, and that will lift you up. That, that, that'll exalt you. If you embrace that wisdom, you dig in, you study, you work hard, you're, you're growing, you know, and you're gaining that wisdom, you're, you're getting experience and that knowledge, understanding, you're getting all this, that's going to excel you. That's why kids, we push you in school. <laughs> we want you to have the knowledge, we want you to have wisdom, because it's going to help you. Okay, wisdom will do that. Wisdom, as a matter of fact, it can extend your life. Verse 10, hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. You start getting some knowledge, and you start building that knowledge, with uh, letting it grow into understanding, and, that, and from there getting up to wisdom, you're going to live longer from it, because you're not as prone to make all the dumb mistakes that you would have made otherwise. And you start making good decisions instead of bad decisions. If you're wise about things like diet and exercise, you can live a healthier life and you're more likely to live longer. If you're wise enough to maintain a low amount of stress, your body's not going to wear out so quickly. You know, if you're wise enough not to try dumb stunts, you're less likely to die a premature death by accident or injury. You know, you have, you have less of the, hey guys, watch this kind of moments because you've got enough lumps on your head from previous, hey guys, watch this, kind of moments, and you actually survived it, you gained some wisdom, and you're going to live longer. That's why so many people die young is because they don't have the wisdom. You know, that's why accidents and injuries and things like that, it happens because people lack wisdom. Wisdom is a principal thing. It can give you, there's a lot of benefits from being wise. So my goals during this study 
It's to show you what the Bible says about wisdom, including the different kinds. You know, man's women, wisdom, God's women, women, God's wisdom. So I want to show you what the Bible says about wisdom. Uh, I want to encourage you to become wise concerning the things of God. Because if we want to do something for the Lord, we need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You know, we, we want both of those. We want both of them. And I want to show you how to obtain wisdom from God. There's different ways. He tells you different ways of getting it. And there's, there's great passages that we're going to look at to be able to do all that. But like I say, tonight I just wanted to very much just be very introductory in this. It's probably going to be a Wednesday night, Sunday night, here, there, everywhere kind of study. But that's what we're shooting for and what we're aiming at during this, this study here. So I hope you come to try to gain knowledge and that would eventually grow up and, and be wisdom and we could do something for the Lord. So let's stop there and we'll go ahead and move on to our prayer list.